What's up, everybody? We hope everybody's having a wonderful day. You got Pat and Julia here on another episode of Love That For You, the podcast. Love That For You, the podcast. Hi, everybody. What's up, everyone? What's up? What's, what's up? going what's on? Up? What day is it? What year is it? I don't even know. The year is 2022. Mm. Today's date for us while we are recording is Tuesday, but for you guys as listeners could be any day of the week. Yeah, I think it's mostly Wednesday, Thursday, I don't know. Um, Quick question for everybody here. When you guys do anything physically active now, do your guys' bodies just hurt? Mm. We tried to go for a walk this morning with um, just Julie and I. We wanted to wake up, take our hot girl walk, and we tried to do... I think we probably ended up doing like three and a half miles did you were you hurting no but i, I tried to play basketball the other day and i was hurting uh-huh. and then i tried to play golf and i was hurting yeah i every time i walk more than like a mile my hips start hurting so bad that i'm like basically hobbling by the time i got home this morning i was like in real pain and then like as soon as i get home and i sit down for a little bit the pain goes away mm-hmm. but i feel like i should be able to walk miles at my age and be fine it's like yeah my hips i think hurt from being a gymnast for so long but it's still just kind of like worrisome as we get older like will i need a hip replacement probably Mm. my ankles are bad yeah last time we went and played pickleball (sighs) we stopped playing because julia hurt her ankle and that's like a long running injury she had since she was a kid Uh now it's the hip for me i went and played pickup basketball where i was not only the youngest person, I was like half the age of everybody. Yeah. I couldn't walk for three days after because my knees it's, were killing me. It's like because we don't – also, we're never like stretching. Like I never stretch before I do anything. I feel like that's a big part of it. Yeah. And not being like super consistent. Like I feel like there's people who are obviously our age who – I mean there is. I don't know why I said it. I feel like yeah. there's serious athletes that are still our age and even older of course yeah so it's like i think that if you wanted to you could probably get back into stuff and you would just you'd have to really like a full-time job like you'd have to like really focus on being like okay yeah yeah i always say i miss gymnastics and i wish i could do like adult gymnastics for fun but like i can't do anything that i used to be able to do not even close let alone like go upside down i get dizzy now so it's like how would i even get back into something like that yeah without i don't know I'm yeah. sure it would be like you'd be hurting for a few days, but I think like like flexibility. That's something that you can like work your way towards. Yeah, back all of to it, it. You can work your way back towards. Like, I don't think we'll ever be who we were no. when we were in prime athlete shape no, and form. But definitely not. I already can picture myself getting hurt doing half the things I used yeah, to do. Yeah, that's the fear now. Yeah. Like getting hurt or. Which is just like isn't worth it. Yeah. There's also like a mental side to it, though, where it's like. I'm not going to be who I was. Like, that's... Like, you'll be disappointed. Yeah, like, I'm going to let myself down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love, as a gymnast, my favorite um, event was bars. And I'm like, I probably couldn't even, like, hang on the bar anymore. Yeah. Like, I used to be able to literally do full flips and, like, circles around the bar and everything. And, like, jump between the (laughs) bars. And, like, now I don't think I could do any of that. Which, yeah, yeah, it would be disappointing. Because I'd want to, like, get back into everything. I saw, I don't know if I saw a stat or maybe one of your brothers told me, but LeBron James spends over a million dollars a year on his body. Yeah. So between like. I don't know what that would be though. Physical fitness, like having personal trainers, physical therapy, like the rehab aspect, 
different like cryotherapy spas everything to like take care of his body spending a million so okay like people say about taking care of your bodies people say like there's all these treatments to take care of your skin there's all these things that you could be doing and some people are like oh i don't believe in that like we're all gonna age we're all gonna blah 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 but you really think that him taking care of his body spending a million dollars a year Mm -hmm. does that really help of course everything the ice bath so whatever he's doing is it like that important like it really does work so if you have money you can take care of your body yeah we found the fountain of youth and in fact it's just a big bank account (laughs) it's just money it's just money (laughs) but like i'm i mean (laughs) people who get like botox and all this stuff and like some people are like oh you know it doesn't do anything but then it's like well i'm sure if you you know if you have all the money to like constantly work on taking care of yourself and being youthful then yeah, yeah it does right i think to be able to perform at like lebron james level right like you need to be spending all that there's also, even if I spend a million dollars on myself every year just on my body, I could never do what LeBron James does. Well, but I could take small steps to start feeling better if that's, yeah, stretching. He also hasn't more, been out of it like you, you know. No, yeah. I, for me, it would take me having to get back into it and then to progress. Yeah. But yeah, there are small things, right? If it was just stretching or like dietary, like whatever, everything, would... like all of that, I think. Thinking about it now, I'm like, I would love to make that like a not challenge, but like the beginning of the year type, like, let's get back into like this specific shape, like be able to do like splits again for me or like be able to like, I don't know, do a backflip. Yeah. From my feet because I can't do that anymore. All right. Write it down now. I don't know. But I would need a gym. Resolution. Like when I. There are plenty of gyms. No. Yeah. Gymnastics gym. Well, you could find one. That'd be fun. That would be so fun. Gymnastics used to be like therapy for me, and I didn't realize it until I was like done. Yeah. So. Yeah, you miss it. I know. I do miss it. Um. All right. So I guess another thing that we want to update on and chat about is um our business. Yeah. Together, you guys all have heard us talk about that. If you follow, you you've seen it. Um. Yeah, it's been good. I feel like we don't talk about it on here, and we actually don't really talk a ton about it on like our personal Instagrams either, um, which we probably should do more of. Well, but. I feel like um, there's so many updates, and I think let you know start from the beginning of just any business. If you guys have started a business or you've watched somebody start a business, um, something that I'm like learning, which is an exciting thing, is like us being able to transform what it was and i feel like already it's turning into something complete not completely different but like there has been so many updates we've been doing a lot of behind the scenes pat has been doing most of the behind the scenes just Mm -hmm. of like revamping kind of reworking things like updating making things better and it's a work in progress but i feel like yeah um there's so many like exciting things coming and it's changing and shifting so we just kind of wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, the, the opportunity and the ability to pivot to a different, um, to change the business for us has been exciting. It's also been challenging. Um, as Julie said, if any of you have started a business, run a business, it, there are so many parts where we're like, let's just give the hell up. Like, it is so hard. It is... It's not hard in the sense of like, 
oh, we can't figure this out. It's hard in the sense of like, keep on going. You mm -hmm. have to keep going. It's not just, you know, a paycheck that comes to the door that you just work on. You don't just go to work. It's like, we have to every day re-motivate ourselves. And like, that is a hard Probably the biggest, hardest aspect of it, I think. I think something that's awesome, though, that has been really fun to see and watch mm -hmm. is us be able to allow the company to shift and, like, be okay with, like, changes and stuff. Because I think learning from just other, like, entrepreneurs, it's like, that is what it is. Like, for example, yeah. Instagram. Instagram is not the same that it was when it started. Nothing is the same. No company is the same as when it first started. You change names. You change complete everything. So I feel like already to have like our first big shift is kind of like exciting mm -hmm. and has been like eye opening that like, oh, we actually are allowed to do this and it's okay. And like for me, I thought that would be harder because I don't love change and I and I like everybody to know what's going on from the beginning and it's like if things change how will people react and it's like yeah. honestly no one really gives a shit and like no one cares Nobody and no cares. one's looking at it like we're looking at it yeah but to make it a better company and to be more successful with it it's like that is something you have to do so yeah it's been fun to do that yeah and you know i don't we won't get into all the changes that we're talking about we're still like we said working on everything behind the scenes still still working on kind of getting those changes implemented. Um, one thing that we are really excited about is we have hired three new interns who have started working with us and we love them. Um, all of them have been helpful. All of them have been just nice additions to the team to bring in different skill sets, different, you know, ideas, new people to collaborate with, new people to tell us when we're wrong, new people to support us when we're right. And I think that has um, helped us being able to in incorporate other people, it not just being Julia and I. Um, well, I think the exciting part about that, too, is like for me, it's like this is the first time we've ever hired anybody even in my career. And I've always talked about hiring an assistant and something like that. But yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, they literally just started this week. So we're still getting to know them and they're still getting to know us. And, you know, I think it's exciting to like start building a team. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's like really new, but also it feels really good to be like, I don't know, to teach other people too and have people be part of our team who really like obviously care about what we're doing. So it's, it's, very exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to kind of get into everything that's being changed, but really we just want you guys to follow along and you'll be updated. Follow the Instagram because we're working on that a lot. And really, honestly, that's our way of getting out our message and what the company's about and what it's turning into. So definitely go check it out. Yeah, show your support by... Uh, the easiest way to show your support is to just follow the Instagram, engage there, you know, if you want to join as a member we would love that if you want to send us a dm and say something we love yeah. that so anything yeah all right should anything we else? should we get into it we have like a um, few things that we wanted to just chat about today yes we do i feel like i wrote some stuff down because I all was right like... i can go first yeah so we're just going to get into i think a few things that we've been experiencing ourselves a little bit but also with some recent conversations so i'll get into it first so this was i'm not going to say any names i was recently hanging out with a couple that is two of my i mean the guy is 
one of my longtime best friends and his wife who I'm really close with, hanging out with them and like we were just kind of chit-chatting and then they actually kind of got into a little bit of a fight in front of me, which was awkward. Not um, fight fight though. Not fight. Just, no, no, no. You know. Just a little disagreement. And then we just started like diving into like how their relationship is. And it was really interesting because I feel like that was the first time I have talked to like one of my friends about like sometimes relationships suck. Mm-hmm. And I remember calling you after and you were like, well, that's good. That's like how conversations should be. They don't need to be surface level. They can be, you know, I feel like, oh, how's your marriage doing? How are you guys doing? It's like, you know, like if you're out for drinks and somebody asks, it's like, oh, things are good, you know, whatever. But in like kind of the intimate setting we were in, it was like an opportunity for us to kind of dive deep. Which was nice. Which I feel like us as a couple, obviously, with the podcast, we like to do. And we also really like to, like, bring that out in people yeah. in friends in new friends and all that stuff. I feel like it's just always fun to be like, let's just get deeper. Like, what is the point in yeah. having surface level conversations? Yeah. And a f- <laughs> actually, in this conversation with them, I referenced our podcast maybe, like, a few different times. Because I was like, this is something that we have talked about and... Not that we've talked about it like makes us an expert, but us talking about it means that we are comfortable communicating about it. So to get a little bit into what they were talking about is uh, my friend, the guy was kind of like, and he's also somebody who, yeah, so he's somebody who struggles with like communicating his feelings, communicating his issues. And it came up in conversations because she brought it up. She was like, can I say, can I tell him? She said that to her husband, to me, and brought up that they were having issues in the bedroom. And I was like, oh, what does, like, say more, like, tell me more about what do you mean issues in the bedroom? And she was like, it's been a while since we've had sex. And um, I was like, okay, like, that's not uncommon, like you know we just did the whole episode like yeah Yeah. that's very normal so then i was like you know asking my friend like well what do you think and he was like she never pursues me never pursues me that was what he said and also common (laughs) also common yeah but that and she was like caught back because he obviously hadn't said that to her yeah and he said it in that moment with me and her both there he hadn't said that to her so she was like whoa like that is meaningful Mm -hmm. and then also not just meaningful but that tells me a lot in like one word you know yeah well and then her reaction like we talked about that for a little bit and then she started talking about like why she's not super into it in the bedroom right now because she's like i'm home with kids and i feel like you're not helping i feel like i want to have emotional connection and i'm not there and all these things and then she was like actually i feel like i'm not being pursued emotionally Mm -hmm. so he says i'm not being pursued physically she says i'm not being pursued emotionally so it's just like a really interesting um conversation and how it all kind of came out was i mean it was awesome like it was a good conversation it was fun and we went back and forth. It, 
one point they were like, Pat, why are you being our therapist right now? Like, do we need to pay you for this? And it was just <laughs> like, no, like this is enjoying enjoyable for me too. Yeah. And I'd say all of that. These conversations are so hard to have. These conversations are so difficult to have. And one thing that I said to my friend and his wife, I was like, Julia and I do one thing that we think helps us have these conversations. Because you don't want to be the one who's saying like... Let me say it. Let me say it. Okay. Okay. When we were at dinner the other night, I just brought this up to Pat. I need to take some credit for things that I've done. And I was, we were sitting there and like things were like kind of just like, we had a really good week, honestly. I feel like that week was such a good week with work or such a good week with us, everything. So I was like, this just seems like a good time. Let's say one thing, or I said, say two things that you love about us right now mm-hmm. and say one thing that mm-hmm. you don't love about us right now. And I was just like, I'm open to hearing literally whatever it is. And I feel like I gave you really good answers of like two things that I'm like, we're really connecting right now. This past week was really good. Like work feels like it's moving in a good direction. Yeah. I don't remember what I said that I didn't like. No, I don't remember. Um, but I just, then we, after we both did that, it was like, oh, this is actually like kind of a good way to communicate and it's not hard. I don't know. It just felt like yeah. a good way. Like nobody wants <clears throat> to hear their partner be like, this is something I'm not liking about us right now. But when you put it in like an open setting of like, you're allowed to tell me something. Like it's not going to – it's going to be detrimental if we don't say these things. Yeah. Well, I think that's one challenge that like couples face with communication is if I'm unhappy with something, how do I bring it up? You don't want to sit down at the dinner table and be like, hey, we need to talk, right? Yeah, because then it's... Because then it's like, holy shit, the world's ending. He's setting me up. She's setting me up. This feels like I'm, you know, being put on the spot. Yeah. But when you say, hey, I want to, like, you know, we're out doing something or, like, it doesn't need to be like a sit down, we need to talk type of conversation. Like, hey, we're having dinner. Here's a question. And we, I think, do those questions a lot, right? Like, we do our highs and lows. You know, like, what are your highs today? What are your lows? And But being able to say, tell me two things you like about us right now and one thing you don't, you are, like, you're saying good stuff, which obviously helps before you get into the bad stuff. But you're also saying, I want you to say something bad. Like Because yeah, ex- I want, I I, want us to work on it. Yeah, because you want to work on it. You want to. I also feel like in know, the situation you were with with your friends is, like, sometimes you need a perspective that's not always there to just yeah. bring it out and be like hey, why don't you guys try this? Because I did this and it was cool. And it's like, oh, you've done this. So it must be helpful. And it's just like a new idea. And then I'm sure they did it. And they were like, wow, it was actually like really helpful and like fun at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I need to follow up and ask and just say, hey. So you guys should try that. We, We just, I think it was an interesting like topic around like just communication with friends, but also with your significant other. Obviously, we talk about communication all the time, but yeah finding new ways to be like hey tell me something that you hate about me right now yeah or well, I think us every i always see this a lot um i saw yesterday this influencer that i follow did a q a and somebody had wrote in like what do you and your boyfriend do when you're not like vibing not feeling good and sh- and the response was well you need to communicate and it's like how do you do that right it's yeah. like oh, great, I need to have good communication. Like, 
thanks. That's like chapter one of the relationship mm-hmm. book. Like yeah. that means nothing. Yeah. If you but don't know how, if you're not how a good do I actually do that? Like, what are the practical steps to like figuring out how to improve a couple's relationship through communication? Yeah. Like that's an example. Here's an exact. here's an exact question to ask and try and use yeah i just thought that was i don't know i just came i'm just a genius i just came up with it and i was like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and it 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 was good for us and i think then we did it and i was like okay let me share about this with Mm -hmm. my buddy and yeah we'll see yeah i think like from the outside perspective like People think that you know how everything is going because you see somebody for a few minutes and they're like making fun of whatever and they're hanging out and they got kids and you're like, oh, they seem so great. And not that they're not great, but mm-hmm. it's like you when you get deep with your friends, then you realize like, oh, we actually relate in a lot of different ways that are way deeper than the surface because like yeah. we've been going through similar things and but our situation is completely different. Like we can't relate with kids, but we can relate with this. And it's just like, I think... I don't know, having the conversation with your friends to give them an idea of like, oh, we're actually all human and we're going through the same things. And it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah, And the thing, I mean, they were like, we didn't know how to communicate about the sex thing with each other. And they're like, with other people too. And they're they're a little bit older than I am and they've are experiencing this mm-hmm. and we we're just like yeah because the expectation of how couples are or aren't having sex is like what you see in the movies yeah right and it's like yeah when you're with somebody for however many years it's not always going to be that passion it's not always going to be like that yeah like and they were kind of like okay we're not the only people yeah we can work on it then yeah we can talk about it we can whatever so speaking of friends <laughs> I feel like this has brought on another just kind of like different topic of um, communicating with your friends and also why it feels hard to make friends as adults. I think something that like we've been going through and I've been going through is I have a lot of friends in different areas uh, geographically in my life. And for me, a big part of my life recently has been like trying to keep my friends close. And I'm I'm a very like I don't even know what the word is for this. I I want to know what's going on all the time with my friends. I'm a I'm a really good texter. 99% of my friends are not, and I take it personally, and I'm like one of those people that are like how do I be close to somebody if they don't answer my texts or if I make a plan and they don't follow through? Like I'm the person who's like always kind of following up, following through, trying to keep the relationship like there and going, and I feel like I care a lot. So I was just going through this like a moment where one of my friends is not a good texter, doesn't ever really answer my texts, but I don't think also is thinking about it like I'm thinking about it. And I'm, I just get like upset about it with myself. And I'm like, how, like how, you know, how can you be that bad of a texter? Like in my head, I'm like, how can you be like that bad of a communicator? Like I take it in a way that it's like me and not just like, people living their lives because I'm very type A and I'm always like on it with people. Yeah. I kind of lost my train of thought. So anyway, I just was like, it seems like a lot of times people will say like, oh, it's so fun to like make new friends. Like I'm always open to making new friends. I'm always open to keeping my friends. Like I want, I want to hang out. I want to do these things. But then like how many of those people actually follow through with those or how many of those people are like maybe just saying that even. 
Um, so it kind of just got to me in a way of like, why does it feel like keeping friends as adults is hard? Um, and I think part of it is like the expectation of, which we've talked about, like yeah. what it actually mm-hmm. is to have adult friends yeah. and be like communicating with them is like not what it used to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think the difference is when I think of friends when I was younger, we were kind of like forced to be in the same geographic location. Yeah. Like you'd see them at school, you'd hang out after school, weekends because they lived close, you'd see them. Which is like kind of forced your friendships, forced your relationships. I think that changes, obviously, because you, like you said, you're not in the same geographic location. I also don't necessarily agree that having friends and making friends as an adult is hard. To me, I think it's easy because everybody's looking for friends. Everybody wants friends. But I think that some people are saying they're looking for friends, but they're not. Like some, like, this is just like the world I live into with my job. But I feel like a lot of times I'll meet new people and they'll be like, oh my gosh, like we have to do this together. Like we have to like, let's get together. Like Let's do this. Let's do this. And then when it comes down to it, they're like, let's not answer your text ever again. Like let's not actually do that. You know, and it's just... Yeah, and I think those, yeah, there are people like that. They're, I'm probably like that. You're like that. Like, we all have our times where it's like, no, I'm not going to yeah. follow through with that. Or That's why I'm like, saying it's yeah. hard because I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want to follow through with that person. Like, I think we would really be good friends. And then there's other times where, like, that person will say something like that and then they don't. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang, must be me. Like, yeah. that sucks. I think also in, like, the heat of a conversation, like, we're hanging out and – we're like, oh, we should do this. Let's do this next time. Let's do this. And then, like, you, like, go home, sober up the next day, and you're like, yeah, I'm never getting together with them. Well, And, like, I, that's yeah. fine, too. Like, yeah, you, this is also, like, pointing the finger a little bit at you. Like, you're not the most social person to, like, want to go, okay, we met these people. Let's follow up. Let's say Thursday night we're going to go meet them you're at the bar. You're saying I'm not the one to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but in but my head, also, I feel like like are... when it comes down to it, like there are only I think a few certain things that a lot of people will do, right? Like a week ago, we went out with a group of friends, and we went out with them because another friend was in town, but the other people that were there live local. Mm-hmm. We have their phone numbers. We're yeah. connected with them. We absolutely never reach out to. But them. we're going to. Exactly. Yes. So it's like, I feel like we're like pointing fingers a little bit, but also like, you know, the fingers pointing back at. I think it's obviously when like I'm in a mindset of like, oh, I really wish this person would like follow through or, oh, I really like think that we would be really good friends. And also geographically, part of it is like, okay, when I move back to New York, when I move here, I'm going to be this, this, and this. And it's like, I just can't be like that right now. You're also somebody who likes to go to bed at eight o'clock. So what? That's not the kind of hanging. I don't need to hang out past 3 a.m. Well, then you need to find people who don't want to hang out like that either. But we can do multiple things. It doesn't have to be. Or, like, if we had yeah. a place to host people, we would have people over for dinner. We would have this. We have places to host people. There's a ton to do around here. We are in, we're at the you're beach. You're just not getting what I'm saying, I feel like, though. I'm saying we're, I know at, you're... we're at the beach during the summer. We are the spot every... It's my parents' house. Josh and Jane, tell me how you guys feel about somebody coming to visit. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying with other, I'm thinking specifically about people that I know that live farther away that wouldn't be able to come here. 
So. Yeah, I think you need to maybe take some of the pressure off yourself of what those the expectations of those relationships and I'm just yeah I think I'm just trying to relate to everybody in when I'm saying yeah being an adult and making new friends is could be easy but it's also not always easy because everybody is like oh they're so busy you're like it's just harder to meet somebody who you both are on the same page at all times like you're never gonna be like that and I think like you have to be on the same page with wanting the same re- type of relationship. Yeah, which I think is probably easier when you're older. Because yeah. it's like, I want friends that I see once a month and they don't judge me when I go to bed early. Well, I, yeah, I think I'm just picturing a different life for us in this conversation. I'm picturing us being in the city and like being able to be like, hey, Jim, do you want to come over for dinner? Mm-hmm. And hey, bring your wife and let's hang out. And then the next week they're like, hey, that was really fun. Let's do that again. And then we see them every week. Like I want those relationships, you know? Yeah. And I I'm want people that were like, based we on... do Sunday nights with them. We, you know? And like, I think they're, I see it. That's why I'm wanting it. Cause I see people that it seems like they do that with their group of friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm saying based on whether or not we live in New York City, or whether or not we have our own house isn't going to impact that. No, but it'll be more of like a settled spot where we can be like, we're going to be there. Yeah. Do you, why, why do you just agree with me? Because I don't agree with you because I don't <laughs> see you doing that. That's not Because something... we have like one friend here. I guarantee you if we went to any of the restaurants around the corner or down the block from us right now, I could make friends with a couple there. I if know. this is something that is important to you and you're actually <laughs> wanting that, what did your what did your mom text you earlier today? I think I'm going the thing for is, a walk with Mindy on Thursday. <laughs> this is a woman she met. With Mindy me, was with from me. pickleball, right? No, oh, we Mindy saw her on the beach the, with Willow because of the dog. I know, right? Like all these people that engage with or say, "Oh, your dog's cute," like. I think I, yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think I also want to be meeting people who are our age, but I also have friends who live in other cities that I want to see more. Like it's those people. It's not necessarily me being like, I want to make completely new friends. It's like, I want to hang out with the friends that we already have who don't live near here too. Mm -hmm. And like, that's obviously a different topic and different conversation, but it just brought me to the fact of like, it's just hard. I feel like for me, at least it feels like. Yeah, I, 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 I try to travel with some of my friends who live in L.A. and I feel like I'm the person who plans that a lot because mm-hmm. that's the type of personality that I have. And if I'm if I don't have something planned like that, then I'm like, oh, I might never see them again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. There are, you know, some people who always want to be uh, on it, which is, I think, what you're saying you are. Which I wish I didn't. I wish I cared less. Yeah. Which maybe it seems like I do not care sometimes to other people. I don't know. It's hard to know. Because I'm... I I think it's like any relationship. It's not always like a quick, straightforward, whatever. Like, friend relationships take work, take everything. Mm -hmm. If it's not the right relationship, it doesn't need to be forced. If it's not... If this person's not replying, if this person's replying too much, if this... Whatever. Like, you've got to... If it's causing you mental stress or whatever, like, let it go. Move on to the next. 
Yeah, that's just a shitty feeling, though, to have to do that. Well, if you're having a shitty feeling from it anyway, it's just a different type of shitty feeling. <laughs> okay. And this new shitty feeling will at least change. Um, Hopefully that is relatable. I don't know. We're yeah. on different pages a little bit, which is fine. But Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I get where you're coming from. And you and I have talked about this before, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, where maybe it is like a, for men, it's easier. For women, it's a little more... Uh, contentious where for me I don't talk to somebody for a while I don't care if I don't see somebody I don't care I'm actually the friend who doesn't reply to text messages you are you know for you it's a little more emotional I'd say mm-hmm. but I don't know yeah most of these like the um, like the conversation I had with my friends and my friend and his wife, this thing that you were talking about with your friends, and then this next one, it's all stuff that like has been right in front of us and very relevant recently. So we're like, let's just talk about them. I don't know if there's like a huge overarching theme here. But so we were at a um, a wedding recently, and we were having conversations with uh, one of the couples there, and they're married. Um, we actually love this we absolutely love this couple. They're awesome. In the conversation, well, why don't you say? Okay. Because I think you were more Yeah, I was just it. talking to this person and we, I forget, it kind of came up because we were talking about another couple and we were talking about them, how they are in relationships and just trying to get a feel for like relationships and how people are when they go into it and their actual real thoughts. And I was telling her about this and she was like, yeah, I mean, I, she said that she comes from a divorced family like divorced parents and i'm not from that and she was saying like you know when me and my husband got married like we said to each other listen if this she was telling about her friend who um cheated on her husband or whatever and then they ended up like breaking up but then they ended up working out and getting back together and making it work and she always thought that this person was like not meant to be with that person but they ended up working it out. And she was saying, like, you know, nobody goes into marriage being like, well, we're probably going to get divorced. You go into marriage being like, this is forever. I want this forever. Um, And then she was saying that before they got married, you know, they had this conversation like, listen, if this does not work for us, if this doesn't work out, then we won't work and we'll get a divorce and it'll be fine. Basically just saying, like, Yes, we want to be married, but we are not going to force ourselves to stay together if we're eventually just not happy. Like, mm-hmm. they obviously got married because they were incredibly happy, and they, this is what they wanted, and they're still married, and they're still happy. But yeah, the talk and the realistic talk about just being, like, communicating with your partner, being like, this doesn't always work for people. And, like, just because you're getting married, yes, it's forever, yeah. but, like, there is – it's not like you're trapped, and there is a way out if you're both, like, absolutely unhappy. And I feel like people need to talk about – that side of the relationship more because there's this like stigma of marriage where it's just like first there's a stigma where people which i freaking hate and people are like oh after this many years you're gonna be miserable like haha marriage it's so great jokes about it and like we always hated that going into it being like that is such an annoying thing to tell a newly married couple or somebody who wants to get married Mm -hmm. why aren't you telling us about the positive parts why aren't you telling us about 
the things that's hard to work on, but it's worth it, the rewarding parts about it. And so when I was talking to her, she was just like, we just decided that like, we're going to do this the way we want to do it. And if it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean it failed. That just means that we need to move on. And like we had a marriage and now we don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys just got firsthand experience about how challenging it can be to tell a story ah. without using people's names. Sorry, it's hard. No, I know. No, I absolutely know. <laughs> I just told the one earlier and yeah. I was like, how do I describe? Why? Was it without... hard to listen to? Yeah, it was kind of going from person <laughs> to person and different. But the gist of it is that this other couple that we love, before they got married, they had a conversation with each other saying, we want this to be forever, but we're agreeing right now that it's we're going to be okay and cordial and love each other still if it's not forever. That's yeah. the gist of it. And I think the like the real power in hearing somebody else talk about that is it's honestly like it, relief. Yeah, it's relief and it destigmatizes that divorce, divorce is bad. and separation and all of it. It, it's not to say, like, if they got divorced, like, they would, like, walk down, have coffee, like, hey, I think I'm going to leave you. Like, no, it would be incredibly painful. It would be incredibly challenging. But it wouldn't be malicious. It yeah. wouldn't be um, hateful. Just right? going into it being like, if we're unhappy, we're gonna, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to be, we're going to understand that not every relationship is together forever. Mm -hmm. And... I think that's also true, like, not only for marriage, talking about divorce, talking about, like, dating. There's so many times where I think couples grow apart and then I hate my ex and it's like, why? And it's like, because he didn't, like, a, a stupid answer, right? Where it's like, no, you guys just grew apart and yeah. that's okay. It doesn't need to be He malicious. broke up with me because he said he didn't love me anymore. I hate him. Yeah. Well, he doesn't love you anymore. And that's, that's unfortunately, that's he, just yeah. a feeling. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe just to be on trend, obviously, like, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian just broke up. And everybody okay. thought they were going to be together forever. No, I mean, he nobody got, thought that. He got all those Literally tattoos no of her kids. and No one thought that. I know. But. It's, People thought her and Kanye would be together forever, I feel like. Yeah. Um, already rumors that Kim and Kanye are getting back together. I feel like why, the whole but... Kardashian family is a, actually a good, a really good, um, like, model or, like, I feel like they do it really well in terms of, like, blending families and being okay with what's next and you know some people I'm sure will disagree with that. Like, yeah, yeah divorce is, happens a lot in their family or whatever, but I feel like it's part of being famous, of course, but I just think they have a good outlook on, yeah, like marriage and being happy. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of being happy and what that means for a marriage, for when to have kids, for when to break up, for when to whatever means different things than I think how most of us would think about mm -hmm. it. I mean, recently in one, or in one of the episodes in the end, um, what's the mom's name? Chris. Chris was telling Kendall, like, maybe you should have a kid. And, mm -hmm. like, Kendall's, like, in the scene, she was like, no, we're not married, we're not whatever. But, like, Chris is like, it doesn't need to be 
in marriage. It doesn't need to be this perfect. It's like if you want it and it's going to make you happy, go do it and we'll Mm -hmm. figure the rest out. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of value. And obviously the Kardashians have every resource known to man. Like they have money and everything. Yeah. I think back to kind of like you talking about even dating and being like, you know, people having exes that they hate when, of course, this is like a natural feeling, but mm-hmm. everybody who's listening should just look back at their past relationships and be, and if you hate somebody, why? I think obviously there are certain reasons if they did something to hurt you and all this stuff, then there's reasons to not like this person. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people will also stay together because they don't know how to like end a relationship. And it's like, there's so many new things and there's so much to look forward to and to like hold resentment on uh, people and their feelings is just like not really worth it. And I think the idea of, I don't know how to say it, like going into a marriage and being so open and to communicate. And the thing is, I don't think we really talked about this in the beginning because we were both like so like, oh my God, I want nothing more than to like be married and do all the stuff and we still want that but now that we're like in the relationship like deeper in we can be like okay like obviously we're married and this is forever but if something happens and it's not forever anymore then like it's not yeah you know yeah i think we have grown to a different level of maturity to understand and that doesn't mean we would just like give up no you know no, no no um Yeah, we've grown to a different level of maturity to be able to, like, acknowledge that that is a real potential outcome. Mm -hmm. Where maybe when we got married or got engaged, more so probably, we were like, no, this is... We would never, yeah. I always laugh, and actually one of my... I think that that you also have learned a lot in that sense. I feel like I've always had that kind of outlook, just because I've been scared of it more. And I feel like maybe you've grown to, like, agree... Yeah, a little bit I mean, more? Some days. I always laugh when, like somebody this past weekend, one of our other friends got married. We weren't at the wedding, but I saw pictures and posts and everything. And it's like, you know, everybody's commenting like, love forever. Can't wait to love you for the rest of my life. Can't wait to be with you. Like everything is perfect and everything is amazing. And it's just not always the case yeah like, you just learn aren't that it's... always gonna be perfect things yeah. aren't always gonna be forever things aren't always gonna be as amazing as they are at points mm-hmm. and coming to terms with that and like understanding actually what that means is powerful it's a realization for how the world actually works right and i think and not just fantasy there's something to really be said if you can get a grip on like reality and like yeah. how the world works and like just being open to so many different things and not and it kind of just makes you less open to like hate and less open to being hateful i guess to yeah. to people for having feelings and like of course that would hurt so i i can't even think about it if you came to me and you were like i don't love you anymore like things like that would just be and there would it would be hard to be, be like very painful yeah it would be painful and it would be hard to like even be nice to you i don't know but it's a real possibility, mm-hmm. I guess. Definitely. Is that's what we're Especially just... if you keep yelling at me like you have been recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I just think all those thoughts kind of over the last few weeks have come when you hang out with family and you hear and you're just open with other people in conversations, which is the best conversations to have. I love having conversations with people that I'm close with and being like, oh, wow, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that was your real thoughts. I didn't know this or that. And it's like it gives me a new perspective on like that we're all the same and we all have these thoughts. And some people just like to push those thoughts away and never talk about them. Mm-hmm. because they think that it's bad or not normal but uh it is normal. yeah all of them if you're having a thought that other person is having a thought yeah you know yeah so maybe the moral of it is talk about shit with people you trust that'll be the title of this episode yeah talk Perfect. about shit with people you trust yeah um So I feel like that is it for today. We just wanted to kind of get a few things across to you guys, hoping that you can relate and just find some like peace in them all. And I'm sure not everybody agrees with everything we're saying, um, but that's okay. That's kind of what this podcast is for, just different perspectives. Um, So yeah, I think that's it for this episode this week. I hope you guys are having a good week. Definitely follow along on Instagram um, for like stuff and – the together account too because we were talking about that being you know stuff's happening on there so that's it we love you guys and we'll see you next week see everybody bye